going on guys you already know what this is this is design huddle this is where we talk about everything from graphic design product design and personal branding tech trends and we interview with some of the most top of the line thought leaders in our industries today you already know what this is this is your boy brandon gross one of your hosts ryan warner is busy as a mf today um so we got a solo episode so while we are at it, what we're going to be talking about today is a very important topic in regards to, um, you know, really before I get into it, why we're going to be talking about this topic is because I get, me and Ryan both get a lot of inquiries about, you know, how do you step up your game as a designer? Do you need to learn more skills? Do you need more relationships? Do you need to network? What exactly do you need to do to be seen as more valuable as those who you are competing with so what we're going to be talking about is the 80 20 rule why it's important what it is how to use it and the benefits to actually using this rule in your day-to-day life so for those of you guys uh you know that's really why we're going to talk about it it's going to help you guys be seen as more valuable um in regards to you know your competition and really what it is for those of you who are new to the 80 20 rule really what this is is a statistically speaking 80% of our results come from 20% of our efforts and vice versa 20% of our results come from 80% of our efforts so if we're looking at a hundred percent 80% of that effort comes from 20% of our results and if we're looking at the last 20% that comes from 80% of our results so really what it's saying is it takes low effort to get a uh, either, whether in this case we're gonna be talking about skills it takes 20% of our effort to learn 80% of a skill set versus you know to complete and be a master of that skill set you have to really crank out 80% more effort to get that last 20% so really what we're gonna be talking about and how to use the 80-20 rule to become a better designer and or creative is like this to become a better designer and really why I like to talk about this. And if you guys um, go back to, you know, the episode of where me and Ryan are talking to Rand Seagal, even Rand brings this topic up a little bit. So I'm going to kind of bring some of the topics we talked about in that episode as well. So in that episode, Rand really says, uh, and again, not to put words in his mouth, I, I really liked how in that episode he brought up, the point of, you know, he went to school, he learned how to design and got, you know, with 20% of his efforts, he learned to design 80%. And I totally agreed and understood what he meant is that you don't have to be a perfect designer in regards to, you know, putting, you know, after you get 80%, putting 80% more effort to get that last 20% and squeeze everything out. Because the thing is, um, you know, if we're talking about and if you're thinking about getting more clients or just seeing how to become more valuable in the marketplace versus your competition, it doesn't matter how good you are at design, right? Even the people who we work with, our clients, et cetera, our customers, they, the only reason that we understand what good design is is because we are in the industry and we are designers. So we can go on dribble, be hands, et cetera, and be like, oh, that design is excellent because of X, Y, and Z, some technical term. But when a client looks at it, you know, or a customer looks at it, they don't look at these type of things with our uh, type of, you know, expertise expert eye so when they look at design they don't look they don't see the same type of they don't see the difference in quality that we see so it's okay in that case to put 20 percent of our effort in to get 80 percent um 
you know, of the skill of what it means to be a technical designer. So what does that leave us? And this is what I like to prescribe. And really what I've done, um, you know, personally is, you know, I'm not the best designer. I 100% am not going to be. I look at and dribble myself. Um, the work that I put on my Instagram is 100% amazing. It would take so much more effort and or time to get to that level or the level of the people whose work I'm curating and, and sharing on every day. But where I excel is putting, again, if we keep in mind this equation, putting 20% more effort into another skill that these other designers are not focused on, whether that be you know front end, whether that be communication, whether that be my soft skills, whether that be speaking. These are other avenues that I can learn to refine by putting just another 20% of effort in to distinguish myself from the competition and See, not position myself as not just a designer, but somebody who's a speaker, educator, um, etc. Somebody who is also a leader. So, when somebody is going to, I'm using myself as an example because it's the easiest in this case. Or even if you're, um, you know, even to the person who's listening to this, if you are, if you have a, you know, an employer or a, a client looking at you who's just a, or somebody else who's just purely 100, the 100% designer versus somebody else, yourself or myself, who is the 80% designer and has the leadership skills, the writing skills, the management skills, um, the education skills, you have a lot more of a variety of skills and that are a lot more uh, valuable than somebody who is quote unquote, you know, uh, an, a pixel pusher. And I, I don't want to use the the term pixel pusher in in this in this episode as derogatory, but really, you know, because that is I'm using the term pixel pusher as somebody, uh, you know, that our clients and or that a potential client and our customer might see uh, the person who is just a des- designer as right. If there's no other skills like communication, soft skills, etc., those people who usually have very high refined technical skills get end up cornered in those positions because they don't have the other skill sets that allow them to work in strategy, marketing, etc. So they they don't have the skill set to be outside of the designer role. So with that said, that's why I really want to talk about the 80/20 because with understanding, you know, wherever you are in your journey right now, if you are at the peak um, at the 80% mark where you've put in 20% of your effort to get a really good understanding of design, if not 90%, start looking at different avenues, different skills that you can pair to your design skills or your creative skills that will help you set yourself apart from your competition. Again, even in a lot of my content on IGTV, if you guys are familiar or other episodes that me and Ryan have done together, there's a concept that we continuously overlap on top of, and it's uh, even in the episodes with Michael Janda, where we talk about you know technical skills become a commodity because you know when you start getting into higher value positions, um, you know as creative director, as uh, you know as you go up the 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 ladder, you have to be able to you know motivate teams you have to facilitate you have to do way more in a group setting outside of being able to manage just yourself and the skills outside of design help you position yourself for more uh, up the ladder skills in the position of creative director of working with teams of managing teams um, being an executive those other skills such as writing communication the soft skills 
help you position yourself to take on more of those larger responsibilities and more valuable positions. So with that said, guys, I really wanted this to be a very short episode. I would love for you guys to, you know, uh, put in the, obviously there's no comments here, but I would love for you guys to, actually, no, there is. Um, In Anchor, we have a, there's a messaging functionality position. Ryan talks about this on every one of our episodes. So if you guys leave us a voice message on Anchor, if you don't have the app, download it because you guys can leave us a voice message and actually comment in the particular, uh, you know, sections where, you know, you have a question and or comment. So definitely do that and we'll get back to you guys on social media. So really the benefits of this, guys, I've mentioned before, but I want to kind of condense it. So the benefits of this, like I mentioned, of diversifying your skill sets in order to become a better and more valuable designer uh, is one with your clients and or customers or even if you're in an internal position at a company, because uh, I know a lot of you guys are, you know, asking if you, or you feel that a lot of what we're talking about is related to freelancers. So I want to bring this a little bit home to our intrapreneurs as well in the businesses or who work at companies. So with clients, employers, etc., being able to facilitate, being able to not only just design and take orders, but being able to actually strategize, understand business, um, understand things like metrics, KPIs, uh, conversion rate, being able to talk in the business language, being able to manage teams, facilitate. These are things that not only um, help you in the entrepreneur setting where you are able to actually uh, do more than just, you know, design, but also in the business where your employer will actually see, you know, uh, so-and-so is really good at not just designing, but they're really, um, you know, helping managing the team. They're really helping grow our uh, team members, etc. So there's a lot more um, and you're seen as a lot more valuable player. If you are able to diversify your skill sets outside of just the technical side of things. So with that said, guys, I feel like that is just about it. This is very short. This is a very simple concept that I wanted to bring to the table to you guys today. It's It's been talked a lot about in our other podcasts, but I kind of wanted to distill it into one episode because I thought it was a good bite. Um, so with that said, guys, don't forget to follow us on Design Huddle Time on Instagram. Don't forget to follow me and Ryan Warner on Instagram. Obviously, you guys know my name is Brandon Gross, except my zero or my O's are zeros. But if you put my name on Instagram, you'll find me. Um, Ryan Warner is obviously Ryan Warner on all social medias. And Guys, that's it. All right. That's it for Design Huddle, guys. This is your boy, Brandon Gross, your favorite designer and digital strategist. Out. All right, guys. Have a great day. Peace. Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brandon Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in, and please feel free to share this episode.